I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host live from Las Vegas. Your other host live on the East Coast out in Boston, Josh Applebaum. Uh, so, Josh, some good news uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Kellen Moore uh, says that Dak Prescott is no longer on a pitch count. Uh, in, in fact, uh, reports have it that he participated on 11-on-11 drills and looked good in Wednesday's practice, uh, fired off 12 passes, completing 11 Uh, So no ill effects right now with that shoulder situation for Dak Prescott entering the regular season. Yeah, so this has been, uh, you know, bad news, good news. It's been back and forth here with the Cowboys. Uh, Pritch, by the way, did you catch up on Hard Knocks? Because I'm still behind here. You know, Bachelor in Paradise taking a lot of my time here uh, at night. But, uh, Pritch, the thing to me with Dallas, again, is really just the health of Prescott and what you're going to get out of him. So I think this is a very encouraging sign here that uh, it sounds like he's getting a little bit stronger. That shoulder strain uh, is showing some improvement here. Uh, Is that going to be a lingering issue? Is he going to take a hit and have to, you know, uh, go back through this situation here? Because backups leave a lot to be desired here with our buddy Don Finucci and uh, and Gilbert and some of these guys but obviously good news you know we talked about that uh, a little earlier in the show this last preseason game where it does look like a lot of Jaguars money with Jaguars going from again plus one and a half to now minus two minus three and a half at Dallas here but Pritch what I'm thinking about is that week one opener Dallas at Tampa Bay it's a very lopsided play toward Tampa Bay I think it's just 
Tom Brady hoisting the banner, fire mm -hmm. the cannons. They're going to blow out the Cowboys here again. But looking at these week one openers, these big dogs, six or more tend to do very well. Uh, if you look at these big dogs, six or more the last decade, they are uh, 29 and 22 ATS 57%. So I think it's all about kind of the key number and you're off of it now. And now you got to look at it, Pritch. We've done shows together where, you know, at one point it was Tampa Bay minus six and a half got up to seven. The, pre the Prescott news got it all the way up to eight. Mm -hmm. It's come back down at some shops to seven and a half. To me, the only play here would be uh, I can't stomach laying the number with the Bucks mm -hmm. in a popular game after its move when you're getting the worst of it. To me, if anything, maybe this Prescott news makes you look at the Cowboys and say, if I can get an eight and maybe he's okay and you'll have the two weeks before the pre before the regular season starts, if you're getting eight points in a season opener, you're contrarian and heavily back game, you're off of inflated line, I'm actually kind of thinking the Cowboys plus eight could be worthwhile here, especially if it comes back down to seven and a half. But Pritch, what's your take here? Are you worried about Prescott or do you say, hey, he'll be okay. And maybe this is some finally some good news if you're a Cowboys fan. Well, it's good news that he was out there practicing again, throwing the football. Uh, he had passes beyond 20 yards, which was significant. Uh, I think the better news, though, was what Steph told us about Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator, saying that Dak is no longer on a pitch count. Uh, so that was really encouraging to hear that news because I think with any pulled muscle, think of a pulled hamstring or a strained hamstring. Um, you got to rest that thing. You got to have that completely healed there, Josh. So uh, same thing with the shoulder situation. I think you have to make sure that that is completely healed. So if he's no longer on a pitch count, the Dallas Cowboys feel pretty good about Dak Prescott right now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's huge because again, when when they're having an issue, you want to kind of limit your your opportunities. You know, the bullets in your holster here, like kind of like a pitcher coming back from an injury. Mm -hmm. uh, Chris Sale, you know, who, who's going to be pitching again today. Right. Uh, you know, when you're coming back from Tommy John or a big issue, you're limited to you know 60 pitches, 70 pitches. So the fact that they took that off Prescott, I think if they were really concerned about his shoulder, mm -hmm. he'd still be on that pitch count. Right. So great point by you here, Pritch. Uh, I would just mention real quick, Dallas Tampa Bay. I think a lot of people say there's going to be a shootout. You got this great Cowboys offense. Prescott is, is looking better and you got all these great wideouts with CD lamb and, and Cooper and Gallup and obviously Brady and the bucks uh, with, with Evans and Godwin, you feel like it's going to be a really high scoring game, but it actually opened Pritch the total 51 and a half. It's down to 50. You're not getting the best of it. Now you're getting the worst of it. If you like the under, but it's just notable to me, everyone's taking that over saying this is going to be a, you know, a 37 to 24 game, but really it's fallen, especially, uh, you know, early on in, in week one in September, when again, defense ahead of offense, mm -hmm. that kind of looks like the more I look at it, Kind of a sharp underplay. I wonder if this thing gets down to 49 and a half. A lot of under money has come in uh, for that week one spot with the Cowboys and the Bucks. You know, I'm almost inclined to think, uh, Josh, that I think defenses are going to start quickly this year. Last year, they didn't have preseason. This year, you have preseason joint practices. Uh, and so defenses are going to be able to react. So these higher totals, I'm definitely taking a second look at those. I'm right there with you, Pritch. The other thing is, you know, uh, if you're a good team and you're able to game plan, and I think, mm -hmm. you know, one thing with Belichick, Pritch, which, by the way, I can't wait to deep dive our pa my Patriots <laughs> Around here, the corner. But, uh, around the corner. <laughs> I can't wait, man. But uh, the one thing is, like, Belichick, you know, a lot of, you know, coaches will say, we do what we do, and we're yeah. just going to do what we do. But there's Belichick, he games, game plans against his opponent. I think to your point with the defenses, the fact that you have two weeks to prepare mm -hmm. helps you game plan, helps you match up on defense there. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host out here in Las Vegas, your other host out there on the East Coast, Josh Applebaum uh, in Boston. So here it goes. Here we go. Here we go. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, the deep dive into the New England Patriots. Uh, <laughs> finally, you're right. We finally got there. Um, Josh, I, I think your guy, Tom Curran, Curran or Curran, trying to stir current, the pot. Yep. Yeah, Curran trying to stir yep. the pot here. 
Now, he's an advocate for Mac Jones. Here you go. Uh, he believes Mac Jones has earned the right to be the Patriots' week one starter. There's no on-field reason for Cam Newton to ever take a meaningful snap in the regular season for the Patriots while Mac Jones is upright and able. And ask the advocate if, I ever, if I've ever seen one. Um, so here you go, stirring a pot right there. We got the New England Patriots who are win total nine and a half. The over is minus 105, the under minus 115. Go. So, Pritch, number one, I would say I do respect Tommy Curran and Bill Perry and if you're in the New England area like me. Yeah, exactly. Tommy Curran and this whole crew. But uh, there's definitely a media beating the drum for Mac Jones. But I just think, you know, it's, it's enough to want something. But, again, maybe you're going to generate clicks. I'll tell you right now, Pritch, if you put out an article in Boston saying Cam uh, saying Mac Jones looks great, you're going to get more clicks than one saying, uh, you know, back Cam Newton here. So I think there may be some uh, a media narrative here. And the, you got to give these guys credit. They're a practice. I went to a practice at Gillette. Uh, obviously, Mac Jones, to me, was the more impressive player. But the great equalizer is Belichick. What is Belichick going to do? I think you had a huge thing happen today where DraftKings took off the board right. the prop for who will start week one, Cam Newton or Mac Jones. Because of Tommy. Uh, to me, exactly. So, to <laughs> me, that tells me that it's fait accompli. It's going to be Cam Newton. And I think also the other part here, not just from a betting perspective, but what happened today when Cam Newton came back from his five days off with the COVID misunderstanding? Belichick put him right back out there with the starters, taking all the first team reps. I think Belichick is telling you, uh, and I think Belichick kind of likes trolling the media and, you know, great, uh, you know, big surprise there, Pritch. But uh, I just think he's more confident in going with Cam as a veteran. And again, I go back to the fact that Cam actually, you know, played uh, last year, started week one against Miami. They win that game. He looks pretty good. I don't know if Belichick wants to throw Mac Jones into the fire as good as he looks, as good as his accuracy is. And he's throwing, uh, you know, darts to everybody. Uh, I just think Belichick is kind of an old school guy that wants to kind of uh, take it easy with the rookie quarterback. I don't see him wanting to go to Mac Jones early. So the fact that prop is off the board, the fact that Cam comes back today and gets all the first team reps, I would be surprised if it's Mac Jones week one. I think it's going to be Cam. But Pritch, overall, my take on the Pats, it's mm -hmm. funny. You know, uh, throughout the offseason, you know, you had a lot of these win totals, nine and a half juiced up under quite a bit. It's leveling out a little bit. I'm actually seeing some shops that are uh, nine and a half over minus 115. So uh, I kind of I want to buy low on the Pats here, Pritch. They were seven and nine last year. Their schedule isn't that hard. It's actually 12th easiest in the NFL based on the their opponent's uh, win loss record last year, 133 and 139. They're playing a 489 win percentage opponent schedule here. So not that bad. Also in preseason, I know you don't want to fall in love with preseason, Pritch, but this looks like a pretty decent team. They're 2-0. They've really rolled over everybody. They've outscored their opponents 57-13. I think the big thing is, you know, we're looking at Cam Newton versus Mac Jones. Cam Newton versus Mac Jones. That's the topic of conversation everywhere. Uh, but I think if you look deep, a little bit deeper, and you look at the position groupings, I think the Patriots are going to be quite uh, quite a lot, uh, a bit better here, Pritch. Mm -hmm. Number one, their offensive line. They have one of the best offensive lines in football. Uh, the fact that they traded away Sony Michelle means that they have such a stable of running backs and just a, a dearth of, of options here with with Harris, Ramondre Stevenson has popped. So I think your running game, this might, unless, until Mac Jones comes in, he's going to be like a 1985 throwback football team where you run the ball, you don't take too many chances, you don't turn it over, you play great defense. But I think their defense is going to be really improved. You know, they put so much money into the offseason there, Pritch. Matt Judon is a guy that I've been looking at in all these games and hearing rave reviews about how Judon uh, has been really fantastic here and is going to be a pass rush threat. You bring back Hightower, you bring back Van Noy. And also, you know, last year, Pritch, it was brutal as a Pats fan. They got run on every single game. They couldn't stop a nosebleed, as my buddy uh, Bart Scott used to say here. Uh, and they load up with Godchow, Lawrence Guy, a lot of these 
big bodies. They draft Barmore early, uh, you know, to solidify their defensive line. My only thing that I'm worried about, and there actually was rumors of a trade today. I don't know if it's official yet, but Sean Wade, the Ohio State cornerback, it sounds like he's been traded to the Patriots. Uh, I don't know if that's official yet. Uh, but what, the Steph Gilmore situation, Pritch, mm-hmm. you spend all this money in the offseason. What do you do with Steph Gilmore? I think if you're Gilmore, you're like, you're giving all this money to everybody. What about me? I'm your best, you know, arguably your best player, your best corner here by far. I think you you give him an incentive-based uh, deal. Maybe you give him a little more money up front. I just want if if we can solidify Gilmore and know that he's in and he's ready to go, and we still haven't seen him in any of these preseason games. He's at the facility just so you know the march on Lynch, so I don't get fined here, Pritch. <laughs> uh, but to me, if you can square away Gilmore and, and you can start with Cam, and maybe he's a little bit better. I know you're kind of wishing on a star there. You got Mac Jones waiting in the wings. I like this team to win ten games or more. I'm a Pats fan. I don't ever want to fall into the trap of just, you know, rose, rose-colored glasses, like my team to go over. But I do think there's reasons like this team. Better defense, great offensive line, good running game. Uh, you got Mac waiting in the wings. I'm going to go over 9.5 here, Pritch. I think it's a 10-17 and 17, uh, 10 and 7 team. And I think based on the preseason, it looks like they got some good mojo going. But there you have it, Pritch. Did, did, I, uh, did, I, uh, did I do well here with my, my Patriots soapbox player? What do you think? Are you, are you like me with the over 9.5? Or are there reasons to be worried about the Patriots? You did very well, Josh. Uh, You even incorporated a we in there as you were talking about the Patriots right there. I like (laughs) it. Uh, No, I I agree with you. You you know, whether there's a quarterback competition or not, uh, it was Cam Newton's job to lose. Now, I thought he tried to lose it uh, this week with the COVID situation, but Bill Belichick backed him up and said it wasn't his fault. So uh, you can see even Bill Belichick lobbying for Cam Newton a little bit here, maybe trying to dispel whatever the beanie is trying to create, uh, which is important uh, because I, I think Bill Belichick is fully aware of the media and what they try to do out there. So uh, you have this quarterback situation. Mac Jones will play at some point, but it's, it's Cam's time right now, you know? Uh, and, and so I agree with that. I think the Patriots needed to move on from losing Skarnecchia, the offensive line coach, longtime offensive line coach who retired recently. And so how are they going to get back together with that offensive line like you mentioned? It is one of the better offensive lines on paper. Uh, I think Trent Brown coming back and wanting to be there. Um, talking to some Patriot players, some former Patriot players too, they really um, think that this can be a, a pretty good improvement there for the Patriots. Yeah, great point by you, Pritch. And by the way, Trent Brown, I saw him in person about 20 feet away. Massive. The largest human being yeah. on the face of he's the a earth building. here, Pritch. But he, he really is. And he said some great things. And, he, you know, he got that big money deal with the Raiders and kind of ruffled feathers there, quote, you know, quit on the team, whatever you want to call yes, it. he did. Uh, but, but he's come back, Pritch. He said all the right things. He's talked about how I love being here. It's it's the structure of it. And a lot of guys don't like the structure and kind of the, the quote-unquote Patriot way, which, by the way, Pritch, the Patriot way was Tom Brady, uh, I would say. But there is a culture uh, you know, situation that Trent Brown really likes. And looking through that line, you know, Michael Owenu was a, a, a late-round pick that really uh, blossomed here. And you still have Isaiah Wynn. Mm-hmm. You, you pay money to bring back Andrews and obviously Shaq Mason here. So really good offensive line. My question, though, I'm a little concerned about the tight end group, Pritch. Hunter Henry. They give this guy a lot of money. He's been injury plagued throughout his career. If he can stay healthy, that's a big if. Uh, right now, he's been out. I want to see Hunter Henry get out there and be a, a consistent, reliable threat. Also, John o. Smith, he's been nicked up here. Uh, so I, I think you need your tight ends to, to be healthy and really generate uh, you know, some, some options here for Cam Newton, who really his deep ball.
football isn't what it once was. And uh, even in that uh, preseason game against the Eagles, they called him the check down King Pritch, which I think he uh, took a little offense to, and I don't blame him. But um, look at these odds on where they'll finish, Pritch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to make the playoffs plus 115, it's a coin flip. I, I would look at some plus money there. You know, they're going to have to beat out the Dolphins and the Bills. And I do have a bet on the Bills to win the AFC East. I think that's the play. Uh, I think they're only like minus 150 or something like that. Um, but where they'll finish, odds makers are telling you, you know, Bills probably in first. But this is a second or third team. We know the Jets will most likely be in last. I like that Jets uh, under win total under six quite a bit. But plus 190 to finish second, plus 135 to finish third. Based on the odds, they're kind of saying they're probably finishing that third spot. Uh, but I think, again, going up against the Dolphins, if you can, um, you know, they always have a tough time going to Miami, Pritch, uh, especially, you know, late in the year when it's when it's hot. Uh, that's going to be their matchup here this time. That was with Tommy, though. In New England. That's true. Yeah, that Cam, was with Tommy. Cam lit him up for 195 yards. I'll never forget that stat you gave me. <laughs> and on the ground as well. Yeah, he ran for I don't know 75 with two right. touchdowns. But uh, yeah, I'm looking at a, I'm looking at the the plus 115 to make the playoffs. I would consider a second you know spot you know plus 190 plus 135 for third. Um, some of these specials though to go four and zero plus 850, six and zero uh, you know a twenty to one. I'm looking at how this thing will go when we get to the when the earth stands still uh, Pritch here, when Tom Brady comes back to New England, Uh-oh. I still think it's minus three bucks. I think there's going to be a spot to go contrarian, probably take the Patriots and the points here. Um, but again, looking at their, at their schedule here, can they start four and oh, they are a, uh, what are they? A three point favorite here against the, uh, against the dolphins to start. I I'm not, I don't know if I'm, I'm really going to play those. I don't really love a lot of these yeah. one-sided props too much, um, but I'm kind of higher on the Patriots than I thought. And I'm not wishing myself into this play. It's just kind of, the eye test and mm-hmm. how they've looked and, and the money they've spent. Uh, I think this is kind of a, a pretty good roster here uh, from one to 53. And again, I want Mac Jones, but I think it's going to be Cam to start the year. I am worried about Cam Newton and tight windows though, Josh. I mean, those passes we saw in a preseason game, those guys were wide open, uh, but Cam Newton in tight windows with a pass rush too. I wonder how he's going to perform that way. Uh, wait, wait and see on that one. I, I think they're going to be highly effective running the football though. You mentioned not only the running backs, but Cam Newton himself gives the New England Patriots a great option uh, with the running game. A lot of options right there. So I I think they can be pretty potent that way. Defensively, they had all the opt-outs last year. Uh, You were out at training camp. How does that defense look? I know you mentioned Stephon Gilmore. Uh, Stephon Gilmore aside, how does that defense look? Yeah, it actually looks pretty good, Pritch. You know, the, the ironic thing is, you know, the, the last few years, you know, the Patriots uh, defensive backs have been awesome. Uh, really the strength of their team with, you know, with McCourty and mm-hmm. J.C. Jackson and Gilmore here. I think maybe the, actually the defensive backs are kind of the weaker part uh, of the defense right now. You're, you're asking Jalen Mills, who is kind of a Swiss Army knife. You know, he's been getting a lot of reps. Jojoan Williams as, as well. You still don't have Gilmore. I think the fact that they trade for Sean Wade today tells you that maybe, I don't know if it's going to be a, a bad sign here for Gilmore, but a little bit more depth needed in the defensive back. I think what you're leaning with the Patriots defensively is their front seven. Uh, these big guys up front, Devon Godchow and, and Lawrence Guy and uh, and drafting Barmore and bringing in Henry Anderson. I think the fact that they got shredded on the ground last year, that was the biggest point of emphasis. You know, Aside from the tight ends, Be- uh, Belichick really addressed the defensive line of free agency. But you can't uh, stress enough Hightower coming back, Pritch. This is a guy that... Uh, you know, is the got the green dot in his helmet, mm-hmm. puts everybody in the right spot, is a great leader. Uh, Van Noy coming back as well, uh, kind of like a mini high tower, a guy who knows the system and knows where to be, knows where to, uh, where to be uh, at every snap. 
but and even Judon bringing in big money for Judon. You know, I still have PTSD from Adelius Thomas, but big money free agent who uh, really didn't pan out very well mm-hmm. from uh, from the Ravens at the time. But uh, Judon, uh, from what all I'm seeing and hearing, this guy is a beast. He's unblockable. Uh, he's going to have an opportunity to flourish here. So again, it's ironic that the Pats, you know, defensive backs have been great last few years. I think that is the weaker spot. I think the front seven is what you really like about this defense right now. Okay, over plus one ten. Uh, again here for the New England Patriots, the total uh, nine and a half right there wins uh, on the season. Uh, okay, Josh, I'm going to start a pot a little bit more. <laughs> Mac Jones is 10 to one for offensive rookie of the year. Ooh, Fred, you're, you're, are you going to make me dabble in this one? I don't know. Behind Mac Jones. Yeah. Uh, I think it could be a worthwhile play. I mean, I'm a little uh, concerned just because how much playing time will he get? Like, Think of it this way, Pritch. Uh, What if Cam Newton starts and plays well? And, you know, again, look at the schedule early. Dolphins, Jets, Saints, Bucks, Texans, Cowboys, Jets again. I mean, there's a chance where Cam Newton starts. Maybe you lose the Bucks game. I hope they cover the three. Uh, maybe, you know, at home against the Saints that they could get that one. What if they start six and one, you know, five and two, something like that? Are you going to take out Cam Newton if you're if you're on a good, you know, start to the season like that? My concern with Mac Jones, even though I'm high on him long term, is that will he get enough playing time? Will he have enough, uh, you know, snaps here and put up enough numbers to win that award? Uh, so to me, Pritch, you know, uh, I would be even though Trevor Lawrence is chalky, it makes sense to me why he has better odds here. Even a guy like Najee Harris, if he runs uh, and has a you know a thousand yard season, he's probably going to get some votes. Mm-hmm. Even Zach Wilson, who's been impressive to me, plus 750 is a worthwhile play. So Mac, I'm high on Mac. I'm so glad they drafted him. I, I have optimism for the future, Pritch. I just don't know if the ball gets rolling and Cam starts winning these games. You may not see Mac Jones week seven, week eight, week nine. Who knows? Maybe you not you don't see him until later in the year. That's what would concern me about betting him for offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, too, because it is the GOAT at head coach, uh, Bill Belichick. <laughs> uh, and it could be a scorch earth tour for Bill Belichick, too. Uh, I mean, the hood up all the time, right? That kind of uh, attitude there for Bill Belichick. So, uh, I mean, if he gets the troops to rally behind him that way, uh, that overlooks enticing to me now, now that I've talked to you. I think so too, Pritch. And again, I, if I if I convince you to ride the Pats over nine half with me, then I did my job today. Yes. I, I, that I that was that was a success here. But uh, I'm with you, Pritch. You know, you know me. I'm a big juice guy. Like mm-hmm. I like juiced up win totals. It tells me that some action came in, some respected money, and they have some. The books have some liability there. But I think it's okay once in a while to take a little plus money if you feel like you have an edge or you feel like maybe you have a an advantage over the odds makers. And I think that's kind of what you're getting here with the Pats with, with getting some plus money, watching them play these preseason games, the running game, everything we've talked about. I think it makes it a worthwhile play to go over nine and a half with the plus money. Yeah. Earlier in the show, we talked about Ryan Tannehill for the Titans on the reserve COVID list uh, comes back that he did test positive there uh, for the Tennessee Titans. The starting quarterback, Ryan Tannehill did test positive for COVID, but he's vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I'm looking at this week one line. I think there's actually more. I, I think I saw a tweet. There's nine players here nine. for the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's getting a little worrisome here, Pritch. Yep. But again, I go to the great equalizer of the odds. Still hasn't moved. It's still minus three week one for Tennessee. Yeah, because you had the head coach. This is significant. I mean, you had the head coach testing positive. Now, what, nine players, including Ryan Tannehill, testing positive for uh, the Titans. Here we go again, because the Titans, that happened last year. 
Exactly. They've been through this before. And again, you know, even with these breakthrough cases, you're vaccinated. It's, it's quicker to get back, Pritch. But yeah. obviously my Titans, I got the overnight win total, Tennessee. So now I'm, I'm getting a little nervous. Well, I mean, Stephanie said it. Nashville, Tennessee is a tourist area. You know, Vegas is a tourist area. Raiders got to be careful. All these teams uh, really got to be careful. Uh, COVID, Delta, all that's out there. The vaccination, people can get it or not get it. Take uh, the vaccination or not. Uh, but certainly Ryan Tannehill or as a better, you, you think about that have that in consideration uh, for sure. More betting across America when we continue at this. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Indeed delivers great candidates fast. In fact, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to TalentNest. Get more at Indeed.com slash credit. Welcome back to the program. It is Betting Across America with you are today, Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum here on the program as host. And uh, Josh, this is interesting right here to me about these bets we can get to um, DraftKings has match bets, kind of like golf. You know, you can match up players and, and bet that way. So uh, I'm going to throw some combinations to you, uh, match bet style, from a standpoint of these quarterbacks who will throw the uh, most yards here. So you got Baker Mayfield minus 115 versus Sam Darnold. 
minus 115. Who do you like right there? Ooh, so first off, Pritchett, with these matchup odds, they're both minus 115. So, mm-hmm. again, this is kind of a pick em type spot here uh, without a clear edge based on the juice. But I'm going to go Baker Mayfield. Uh, of course, I'm really high on the, the Browns in general. Over 10.5 win total is a bet I've already made. But I think with Baker, um, you know, obviously the familiarity in the system, uh, he's now going into a contract year. I don't think you can, uh, you know, underestimate that. He's If he plays well, he sees big, big money after the end of this year and hopefully probably staying with uh, with Cleveland here. But also, you know, getting back Odell Beckham, you know, again, that's a guy that uh, bring him back into the mix. You got a great offensive line to protect you. You got a good running game. Uh, but with Odell coming back, that's a deep threat that you didn't have last uh, most of last year. You still have Jarvis Landry. Uh, some of these other wide receivers, I think, could make could make a mark here. Uh, but also going with Stefanski year two. Uh, now you've, you've, you've had a, some experience under your belt. They kind of know each other a little bit better. My concern with Darnold is obviously injuries. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, even though I love kind of a couple of his wide receivers there with, with DJ Moore, and I think Marshall could be uh, another good uh, player here coming back in the draft, uh, as well as McCaffrey. I just worry about injuries and also think the style of play. I don't know. I feel like with rule, they're going to be a defensive team with a lot of lower scoring games. I could see Baker putting up better uh, passing yardage numbers than, than Darnold here. But Pritch, what do you think? Who would you go? Would you go Baker there? Or is there a reason to like Darnold in that one? I would go Baker. Uh, There's always a reason when you have a guy like Christian McCaffrey on your team, because the yards after the catch, that kind of thing. And uh, a deep threat and Robbie Anderson, certainly Uh, Brady. I think he's an accomplished offensive coordinator and, and suits the style of Sam Darnold in which he wants to play. Uh, but they have to execute. And what you said about Baker, the continuity, he's going to get Odell Beckham Jr. back. I mean, how do you not bet Baker Mayfield here in this match bet situation uh, against Sam Darnold? I, I, that's who I would select here, minus 115. I'm right there with you, Pritch. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's the play there with, with Mayfield. But uh, let, me, let me flip it. I'll be the host, Pritch. Okay, be my you are the host. Here. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, but yeah, exactly. Well, really, I am. Yeah, actually, I am. Now that I think about it, but uh, Stafford and Josh Allen. How about this one, Pritch? Stafford uh, died and went to heaven, leaving Detroit, going to uh, going to Tinseltown here. A minus one twenty five favorite to uh, to outperform in terms of yardage. Josh Allen. I'm surprised by that, Pritch. I thought that might be a pick 'em. I'd even say Josh Allen, a guy who's gotten better and better each year with his completion percentage and really busted through last year. Um, Pritch, I, I, I'll wait and tell you who I think, but let me throw it to you. Who will have more yardage, Stafford or Josh Allen? Oh, easy one, Josh Allen. I mean, I, I've been high on this guy. Yes, an easy one. I know Matthew Stafford with the Rams, but uh, I've been high on Josh Allen for a long, long time, and uh, that continues for sure with me. And you, you add a weapon, Emmanuel Sanders. I, I've spoken with Emmanuel. I talked to Emmanuel. This is a he is a feisty competitor. On the opposite side of Stephon Diggs, uh, I think that's going to be a nice duo right there uh, for Josh Allen. Now, the wild card is the Cole Beasley thing, Isaiah McKenzie thing. You know, those are fast players that can. Uh, uh, help out Josh Allen in a pinch in the middle of the field as well. So uh, we, we're going to have to keep an eye on that. But I, I think the sky's the limit for this guy. He just got rewarded for a new contract, too. So give me Josh Allen over Matthew Stafford. Pritch, I'm going to ride with it. And again, I'm surprised <laughs> that Stafford's actually kind of the favorite here. Minus 125 versus Allen, minus 105. You know, one thing, maybe weather-based, obviously, mm-hmm. Bill's Mafia. You got the snowstorms. You got the wind, all these elements you got to deal with. Whereas with Stafford, he's playing in the beautiful dome, Pritch, uh, with, with SoFi. So maybe that could play a part here. But I'm with you. Kind of like my Patriots, even though the under's juiced up, 
I'm going over. I'll, I'll go here and, and take kind of the lower juice, and uh, maybe the odds makers know something I don't. Uh, but I'm, I'm with you here. Josh Allen, a guy who continues to get better, now is another weapon like Sanders. Uh, I think the sky's the limit, just as you said. High on Allen, the overwind total. And I think the Bills can really be, you know, Bills, Browns, Ravens, mm-hmm. Chiefs uh, as kind of the, the teams there at the end in the AFC trying to go to the Super Bowl this I year. I don't think the bookmakers have seen Josh Allen throw the ball in person. Because if they did, they uh, would take weather out out of the factor, out of this equation. Weather would not factor at all with Josh Allen. It shouldn't. Fritch, one of my favorite movies, Napoleon Dynamite. Josh Allen, I bet you I could throw the football straight over the mountains over there. (laughs) Clear the mountains. So, yeah, I'm with you. You got Wyoming, Buffalo doesn't matter. Big hands. Mm -hmm. And, uh, hey, maybe maybe the odds makers are underestimating. Yeah, I mean, there was a video of, uh, was it Patrick Mahomes? Trying to throw balls out the stadium, stuff like that. Brett Favre, I mean, he had an arm. Josh Allen, same kind of uh, player right there with his Hollister. Uh, we're going to continue with these match bets coming up after the break. That's next. Tomorrow's episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod comes from the National Horse Players Championship here in Las Vegas. Former NHC winners Thomas Goldsmith and Judy Wagner and thoroughbred owner and horse player John Lindo talk about the tournament. Saratoga Live's Maggie Wolfendale-Morley previews Saturday's Traverse Stakes. Uh, VSIN's Vinny Mayulo, Handicaps Weekend Races at Saratoga and Del Mar. Subscribe now at iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher. Or download it tomorrow morning at vcin.com slash podcast. Ron Flatter Racing Pod is sponsored by First Bet. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. And Josh, as we continue our match bets here with quarterbacks, uh, this is appropriate uh, Matthew uh, Stafford, we talked about him and going up against uh, Josh Allen, but how about Ryan Tannehill uh, versus Joe Burrow, both minus 115. Now, I before the season started, I thought people might be underestimating Ryan Tannehill because the guy's been fantastic since he's been with the Titans. Uh, I don't know if this COVID situation, testing positive, is going to be a setback. He's, he's vaccinated. Uh, but Joe Burrow coming back from injury, and he has the same odds as Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, to me, Pritch, that seems like kind of a bit of a stretch. You know, I would I would go with Tannehill in this one. I mean, obviously, today's news doesn't make you feel any better about Tannehill. If anything, you're a bit concerned here, although he was previously vaccinated and he can get back a little bit quicker. We do have the two-week lead up here until week one, but I'm with you. I just think familiarity in the system. This is a guy that, you know, again, uh, early pick with Miami, kind of flamed out really resurrected his career and kind of hit the lottery here when uh, Mariota struggled and he got in there and he never gave it up. I also think, you know, leaning on a good running game, uh, but also just the weapons. I mean, adding Julio Jones, I think is huge for him. Hopefully Julio Jones can stay healthy, but if you have Julio on one side, AJ Brown on the other, you've been in the system for going on a few years now and you got a good running game to me, you know, you're gonna have to replace, you know, tight end wise with, with John Smith, uh, you know, who's going to be next up there. I don't know if Ferkser, it would be the next guy, but uh, I'm with you there, Pritch. My concern with Burrow, and it's going to be uh, an interesting spot here because this next game we talked about earlier, Miami at Cincy, uh, the preseason game here, Miami's not going to play Tua. 
but you're going to see a little bit of a burrow here. And there was a move, you know, two and a half to minus one and a half with uh, with Cincinnati here in this preseason game. I just am concerned with Burrow. I'm, I love the player, but that offensive line is not very, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I'm not too confident in that offensive line keeping him healthy. Lombardi line earlier today, Michael Lombardi was mentioning how they're going to get him hurt again. Hopefully not. But again, the injury is what concern is what worries you. Uh, he gets probably a lot of garbage yards here. You know, when they're down late in games and, uh, you know, backdoor Burrow uh, is in play, I'm sure, mm -hmm. hopefully this year. But I'm going to go Tannehill, Pritch. I'm with you. Minus 115 both sides. Even with this COVID news today, I think Tannehill has a leg up in a better system with better weapons. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. So Burrow's going to play in a preseason game? I thought he was going to play a little bit. Wow. I could be wrong about that, but okay. I, I thought I heard that he will get yeah. some action in that one. Yeah, Stephanie's saying, yeah, he's going to play. And that's amazing to me. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, preseason? Yeah, and again, probably want to hold him out because you're worried about him. But you also, do you really want to put him in week one with, without getting any snaps since his big injury? I think it kind of makes a little bit of sense there, especially if he's going to go up against maybe some of these Dolphin guys, maybe not as many starters. Mm -hmm. He's going to rest Tua, maybe these other starters rest. So get him a little bit of action here before the opener. That's a big risk to me. I mean, he can get that in practice. Uh, you got to make sure this guy's 100%. Uh, I don't care. I mean, look, he's been in the league. He's got experience already. Uh, I get the tune-up nature of, of National Football League. I get that, but... I wouldn't risk that at all uh, with Joe Burrow right there for the Bengals. Um, how about Matt Ryan and Justin Herbert? I like this one. Uh, both minus 115. Matt Ryan versus Justin Herbert. Who would throw for more yards here, Josh? Ooh, that's a tough one. I mm -hmm. think this this one is probably the hardest one of anyone that we've gone through. Uh, I'm thinking, okay, Matt Ryan, veteran type guy, plays in a dome, uh, did lose Julio, but you know you bring in your buddy Kyle Pitts here, Pritch, uh, versus Herbert, who had a great rookie year, also uh, in the SoFi Dome here, uh, but also again, you know, with Keenan Allen, the connection that he's had, uh, and really solidifying that offensive line, I think is really important. So I could go either way, Pritch. You can convince me on this one. I'm going to lean Herbert. I'm high on this player overall, and I think you know drafting uh, you know Stanley and and getting more weapons and spending a lot of money to address that offensive line. Uh, to me, I'll lean Herbert, a young kid who's probably going to throw it uh, quite a bit this year. But if you tell me like Ryan, I'm not going to dismiss your pitch. You tell me, I can be convinced. <laughs> who are you going with on this one? Well, I do like his weapons. I mean, Kyle Pitts, like you mentioned, uh, Ridley, I think is fantastic too. Uh, I, I wonder if they're going to get the running game started like they had it, or at least Arthur Smith had it with Tennessee, if they don't, they're going to throw the football. Matt Ryan is capable of throwing the football. They got to protect him, though. Uh, I like the tight end combo, too, um, there in Atlanta. So uh, they, he has weapons. You know, Herbert with a new system, both of them in the same boat, really. Uh, but I just, I'm just down. I'm not as high on Justin Herbert as everybody else is. And I'm okay with that, Pritch, because we've done shows before talking about the nine and a half win total there with the Chargers with a juiced up mm -hmm. under. So uh, I'm right there with you. You know, just a couple updates. We're talking about these two quarterbacks. Week one, you look at Herbert at Washington football team. This was a pick em type game. It's moved up a little bit to the Chargers, minus one and a half. So a little movement there. Kind of in a similar spot with Denver, Pritch, where they're at the Giants. And now they're going up to around minus yeah. one and a half, minus two. Uh, and then also Philly, Atlanta. I think we lost Josh. Still have there. Oh, there he is. Yeah, you're still there. And, and <laughs> hopefully, I'm still here. Pritch. Yeah, you're here. I'm, I'm, uh, maybe it was my Patriots rant that broke my <laughs> mic or something. But uh, yeah, the Atlanta play here minus three and a half. That's intriguing to me because ticket split is right down the middle. Public doesn't know where to go there. You're like, oh, I'm getting plus, you know, a few points here with the hook with the Eagles. Mm -hmm. How do you not take it? But the Falcons haven't moved, and at one point they went to four. So that's kind of a uh, you know a non-division spot, which would maybe benefit the Falcons there, even though this is a time of year where dogs do very well. 
but something to keep an eye out for. I think the next move with that Falcons game is important. Does it go back to four? Does it fall down to three? That's something to keep an eye on, uh, as we mentioned, these quarterbacks in general. Maybe a live dog in this next matchup uh, here with quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts plus 120, Daniel Jones minus 165, Josh. Oh, I'm going to take the plus money with, with Jalen Hurts. Right. How do I not take that, Pritch? I, I'm just down on Daniel Jones. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, one thing I've been hearing with a lot of these Patriots joint practices with the Giants is that uh, people keep saying, like, when Cam was gone, Mac Jones is the best quarterback on the field. That's not good if you're Daniel Jones and you've already been in the league uh, and you have this experience and you got Mac Jones coming in playing better than you. Uh, so Jones is a guy, uh, you know, again, his numbers have actually dropped a little bit. You know, and we talked about, uh, you know, on Lombardi line today, I was his, his opening game was really mm -hmm. his best game. Right. And never could really reclaim that. So I'll take the plus money. Jalen Hurts is kind of a wild card to me, Pritch. If Devonta Smith can stay healthy, if Jalen Rager can take a next step and maybe you got Ertz and, uh, and Dallas Goddard as some good tight ends here, I could see Hurts putting up some good numbers. A guy who did it in college. Give me the plus money there. There's no way I'm going to lay a minus number with Daniel Jones. Well, I saw reports Jalen Hurts lightening up in joint practices against the Jets. Um, coming Ooh. back from the stomach ailment, right? I like that. Pritch, yeah. I know we're up against it. Can I give you a quick joke? Sure. Jalen Hurts sat on attack. Jalen Hurts. Get it? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Great laugh right there. Yeah, like uh, more, yeah, more uh, quarterback matchups when we continue, and also uh, more NFL preseason. All that coming up next. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. 
So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. BetMGM is giving new customers a chance at an easy 100 bucks. Register using code VSIN100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 Moneyline wager on the Dodgers or Padres and either team hits a home run. BetMGM helps you turn big plays into major paydays. Enjoy innovative parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odd specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code VSIN100 to win $100 when you bet $1 on the Dodgers or Padres and either team hits a home run. It's a new customer offer. Paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. And Josh, uh, updating some baseball scores. We got the Reds on top of the Brewers. How about this? 5-1 to uh, in the eighth. We got the White Sox on top of Toronto, 7-2 to uh, in the fifth. And how about the Orioles? You talked this into existence yesterday. They're on a two-game win streak right now, 13-1 to over the Angels. Unbelievable. The sharp line move there actually came through with the Orioles, if you can believe it. But, Pritch, I'm happy. The overhead, that was huge because <laughs> right. that was a low-scoring game. I think in the fourth inning it was 1-1. One to one. Uh, You might have had a grand slam. The Orioles poured it on there late, so the over 10.5 came through. I'm sweating the White Sox right now. It's a little dicey. They're up 7-2, to two, but Toronto's threatening here a bit. Uh, Cincinnati is kind of the surprise a little bit. You yeah. saw a little bit of a late move there, but they're up 5-1 to one at Milwaukee. We'll see how that one plays out. But big big spot here with uh, a lot of runs from the Orioles. I appreciate uh, the Orioles here, guys. Uh, thank, thank you for giving me my over 10.5 in that one. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're the Angels, what are you thinking? I mean, you just lost 13-1 to the Orioles. You just want to get out of town? I mean, what's happening? It's kind of weird, Pritch. Yeah. And again, you know, uh, again, you, you, I, I wonder too with like Otani, mm-hmm. uh, was that like a demoralizing motivational type thing or confidence type thing? Like he's pitched great all year. You put him out yesterday and you lose straight up. Uh, to me, that was a, a going into today. Maybe that was a reason why you saw partly that big move there to Baltimore, who again, Pritch, they're like plus 140, almost like to a minus 105 pick them there. Uh, maybe they're just playing with some momentum. And Pritch, when you exercise the demons, then maybe you play <laughs> a little more free after that. Probably. So, uh, that, that's that's a good win for Baltimore. Yeah. Okay. Match bets again uh, with these quarterbacks right here. This is an intriguing one to me. Uh, Russell Wilson. He's minus one thirty versus Kirk Cousins at plus one hundred five. What do you think, Josh? More passing yards. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the minus number. I'm gonna go with Russell Wilson here. Uh, so this is one of a, a juice play that I'm gonna agree with. Um, I think number one with Russell Wilson, guy who was in the MVP uh, conversation all of last year until. Uh, Pritch, you were the one of the sharpest guys to, to kind of turn us on to Aaron Rodgers when he was a buy low spot when everyone was talking about Wilson. But I just love this guy. I love what Wilson does. I love how he scrambles. I love how he makes something out of nothing. And I think DK Metcalf mm-hmm. is someone that you're banking on to cash this bet. Just an absolute beast here uh, who is getting better and better and is kind of unguardable, especially down uh, down the field. You still got Lockett. Uh, maybe your offensive line's a bit improved. I'm not quite sure the running back situation if Chris Carson's going to be your top guy here 
but I'll bet I'll go with Wilson with being in that system uh, for so many years now at this point. And then uh, questionable type defense. Maybe you need him to continue to put up these numbers and win these games, you know, 30 to 27 uh, cousins is a guy who has puts up really good fantasy numbers. My concern with him, Pritch, even though I love Justin Jefferson and, and Thielen and, and obviously Dalvin cook is just the COVID thing. Is he going to come up with, uh, is there something going to be coming up with later in the year where mm-hmm. he misses a game or he tests positive or he's got to be out for longer protocols because he's not vaccinated. If you're giving me Wilson, I know minus 130, I would love some plus money there, but uh, or or a lower juice price. I'm going to go Wilson here, Pritch, but who you got in this matchup? I, I like that choice, too. It's really intriguing, uh, these match bets, because both quarterbacks got new offensive coordinators. You, you would think Kirk Cousins, the Kubiak name, but it's Clint Kubiak. But uh, we'll see what happens there. And then the receiving core, too, kind of measuring up. Exciting players on both sides. Thielen, uh, Jefferson, Lockett, uh, Metcalf. I mean, it's an incredible comparison right there. But probably the experience in terms of needing to produce and, and, and producing when, when you have to goes to Russell Wilson over Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that, that would be my bet there, Pritch. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll throw the next one at you, Goff and Fitzpatrick, because mm-hmm. I got an interesting take on this one. But uh, I'll throw it to you first, Pritch. Are you going to go with Goff? Can you possibly lay a minus 150 with Mr. Goff face, as Michael Lombardi likes to put it? <laughs> uh, or do you like Fitzpatrick, little plus money, plus 115? Where are you going there, my man? Well, with, with his trail of, what, nine teams? Or is it ten teams for Ryan <laughs> Fitzpatrick? Whatever it is. I mean, plus 115 with that team, that roster, uh, I'd go with the dog here. Um uh, Jared Goff in Detroit. Look, if Matt Stafford had to get out of there, uh, Jared Goff going there is like a cast-off trade right there to me, right? And I, I don't know if he has the weapons to be prolific, it, but he's minus 150 against Ryan Fitzpatrick, which is uh, puzzling to me. I, I'm trying to figure that one out. So it's definitely puzzling, and I don't fault anyone for taking Fitzpatrick plus money there because, again, Goff, just kind of our bias against him, a guy who, uh, you know, is kind of the weak link on those really great teams, even though he did get them in the Super Bowl or helped get them there mm-hmm. uh, in 2018. But, uh, Pritch, I'm going to go Goff. I'm, I'm, I, I can't stand it. I hate myself for going this way, <laughs> but uh, I just think – He's going to get every start and they're going to ride him and he's going to get a ton of opportunities to throw the ball when they're down by 14 and the defense really isn't uh, maybe as locked in as they should be. My concern with Fitzpatrick, even though I do like the over eight and a half win total here for the the WFT, Mm -hmm. is that if he's ineffective and he throws a a couple picks and uh, he's the bad Fitz magic that we don't like to see. With Heineke waiting in the wings, do they switch to Heineke at some point? Or an older player like Fitzpatrick, does he get injured? I just think with Goff, even though, again, he's a maddening-type player to back, he's going to be there all year. I don't know if Fitzpatrick, if he stumbles, do they go to Heineke after what you saw in that uh, that, that game against uh, against the Bucks there in the playoffs. So that would be my one angle to maybe, uh, again, if it stinks, if it looks no good, something is, is amiss. Maybe there's a reason why Goff is such a big favorite there in that one. Okay, in his career, Fitzpatrick's thrown for 38-32 passing yards, um, 39-05 passing yards. Uh, I'm, it, it's sporadic, though, right? Uh, you know, it's with the Jets or with <laughs> Buffalo. It, even he picked the team here. Uh, but those years, too, I mean, he had elevated interceptions as well, though. But he lasted 16 games. That's true. And again, I'm going to kind of go back on what I just said here, but I do love Terry McLaurin. You know, I do love some uh, Gibson, the running back. He does have some weapons there, but uh, again, if they're struggling and you got this great defense and he's throwing picks is what you worry about. Does Ron Rivera say, Hey, you know, enough of this, give me Heineke. And, and maybe that's a, a reason why maybe golf is so uh, such a big favorite in this one at minus 150. Is Anthony Atlanta a good enough coordinator to get Jared golf over 4,000 yards passing or 5,000 or close to 4,500 yards even. 
I don't know, Pritch. Okay. Uh, Anthony Lynn is not someone I'm too confident in, but I would say <laughs> if, if you're down big in the second half, and, and again, the defense is kind of on its heels and just say, okay, yeah. we'll give you these chunk plays. I think the garbage yardage is what you're you're banking on with golf uh, in that spot and playing in the dome. Okay, WNBA time. Uh, do you have a play in the WNBA? I, I want to cash a ticket with WNBA. What do you got? I got one you can ride with me tonight, okay. Pritch. So we got our over yesterday, which was nice. And again, the, the key with WNBA, I always got to preface this, it's a niche market. So mm-hmm. uh, these line moves are meaningful. They're driven by uh, our colleague, Daniel Alvari, who's a sharp WNBA, WNBA better, or people who bet it and know it and have an edge here. You can throw away percentages. Percentages mean nothing in sports like this because they're not heavily bet enough to really go contrarian. Uh, but I'm going to another over today, Pritch. Okay. I'm going to take the over. It involves a team in your uh, in your neck of the woods. They're at Atlanta tonight, mm-hmm. but the the Las Vegas Aces at the Atlanta Dream. I'm gonna go over 166 and a half in this one, Pritch. It opened around 166 at one point. All the, it got all the way up to 169. Uh, so all movement and liability has been toward the over. It came back down a bit. Probably maybe there were some wise guys or wise girls who said, "Hey, that's a little high. Maybe we'll come back with the under here." But I like the over 166 and a half. My angle here, Pritch, uh, these teams played earlier earlier this year. It was a 118 to 95 uh, win there for the Aces. Scored 213 points. Also, if you look at the offense and defense of these teams, you have the Vegas uh, Aces, one of the best offensive teams in the league. They're averaging almost 90 points a game, giving up 81. You look at the Dream. Uh, they can score. They're scoring 81, but they're giving up almost 90. So it's kind of that you know good offense, bad defense type situation. It's been on the rise a little bit here, Pritch. I think you want to get the uh, the 166 and a half if you can find it over 166 and a half because it may get back up to 167. But I'm going to cross my fingers, Pritch. I'm going to watch. I'm going to root for points. I don't care who wins. This is a big spread here for the Aces. They're like minus 12. But give me the over 166 and a half for the Aces and the Dream tonight, my, That's the my, best uh, way. my man. Yeah, absolutely. That's the best way to watch a game right there. Root for the over. Root for points. I love it. Exactly. Um, so Minnesota and your Boston Red Sox, 10's a total. Boston at home, <laughs> minus 280. So I'm not laying that number here. Okay. I love Chris Sale. But uh, <laughs> if you've seen the Red Sox bullpen lately, it is just disgusting. Yes. They don't even have a closer anymore. Like Barnes is ineffective. Uh, Robles has been getting lit up. I don't even know who they go to late in games here. Um, so I'm not laying the big number with Sale. It actually fell a bit. I think it's minus 300 down to minus 280. But Pritch, if you keep giving me hot, wind-blowing out, bad bullpens, good offensive teams, uh, I'm going to keep taking overs. I'm going to go over here, Pritch. It opened at nine and a half. It's up to 10 at a lot of shops. I would wait this one out. It's juiced up under. And I think if you, between now and seven o'clock, you got two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, does this thing get back down to nine and a half? You can find nine and a half. That's even better. But even at 10, I'm going to take it. It's hot in Boston. It's almost 90 degrees. Wind is blowing out. Uh, you also have Minnesota as a really good over team. So if you look at Minnesota, 73 and 46 to the over. Uh, Sox are gone to the over four of their last five. Minnesota has gone over five of their last six. Even though it's sale, I think you get some runs tonight. Maybe you're going to have to depend on the bullpen again like last night. But cash last night, I'm going back to the well. Give me the Red Sox over 10, but ideally nine and a half if you can find it. All right. One more for you, Josh. Uh, The Yankees travel across country to face the A's uh, after dismantling the Braves there. Cross country trip. uh, The Yankees are favorite minus 112 out here in Vegas. Eight and a half total. 
I'm going to take a shot on the dog. I'm going to go Oakland here, okay. uh, Pritch. You know, this is an extremely lopsided play to the Yankees. This is uh, public just says, give me an easy winner tonight in MLB. Let me just ride the Yankees. They've won 11 in a row. But almost like the the Baltimore Orioles, who lost forever, yeah. knew they're going to win at some point. But the Yankees, they got to drop a game at some point. And what I like is the line move to Oakland. It's actually open minus 125 Yankees on the road. It's all the way down to minus 112. You've seen a lot of movement here uh, toward the Oakland A's in this spot. So that just kind of stinks to me. You're getting some plus money on an A's team at home. They've lost four in a row. Kind of the ultimate buy low, sell high spot, Oakland. And Pritch, uh, schedule advantage for the Seattle Mariners. Yes. The Mariners tonight, minus 160. So uh, uh, there you have it, Pritch. Did I commit to you on any plays? The path's over. What are we sweating tonight? That Mariners one, I was looking at that scheduling spot. KC traveling from Houston up to Seattle. So I was looking at that. It was getting your thoughts, uh, the market insight on that. So you convinced me. Beautiful. Absolutely. Great job today, my man. You too. Absolutely, Josh. We'll see you back here tomorrow. My guys in the desert come up next. BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.